Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. A very good morning and welcome to Going Greyhounds, the last day of winter. Gee, hasn't that come around quickly? Looking forward to getting stuck into spring, 10.30am here on Sky Sports Radio. Mark Olmos with you for... Yes, that's right. Again, going greyhounds. The week that was in New South Wales greyhound racing. Last Tuesday, casual glance went 29.78 at Gosford, picking up win 22 at start 39. Six wins of his last seven starts for the Lils. To Wednesday, a maiden double for Mark Gatt at Bulleye, who also had dual group one winner Stanley Road return to the track on Saturday at Bulleye for a second. We'll chat to Mark shortly here on the show. Uh, back on that bull-eye meeting, Lock and Varlona picked up win two at start, four for Ruth King by Fernando Bale out of that terrific race bitch, Precious Sal. Uh, two-time group one winner, Wow, also won, going 26.04 for the 4.72. He had his coloured lowers, uh, had his colours lowered rather on Saturday though uh, by Tracy and Frank Hurst's very smart bitch, good odds cash. We'll chat to Frank soon about her going the fastest recorded time for a female at Bulleye. Thursday, Ice Cream Story finally broke through for a 600-metre win at Dapto on uh, Thursday night with David Smith. Very exciting prospect over that trip for the future. See him trainer Sarah Fellows, trained a treble at Gunnada on Thursday also. So well done to you, Sarah. Tess Simmons revealed Zipping Dean, Zipping Merlot, debutante Zipping Elf to win for the Hallinans on Friday at Richmond, breaking 23 seconds for the 400. Alan Proctor, Adam Campton and Andrew Bell all picked up doubles on the program there. Earlier that Friday, Fire Legend returned to Goulburn for the first time since his days as a pup to win the 350-metre free-for-all in 1983 for Mark Moroney. And then to Saturday, uh, where we saw plenty of good dogs going around, as we usually do, along with the aforementioned performances of Good Odds Cash and Stanley Road, 2019 Million Dollar Chase Champ and Group 1 Dapto Megastar winner Good Odds Harada returned to the track on Saturday night to win at Masters level over 472 metres in 26.26. Miss Esme was brilliant. Uh, back to winning ways at Dubbo over 600 metres. Star kennel mate Jungle Juice had his colours lowered by Charmaine Roberts, very good chaser in his own right, Memphis keeping going 29.57 for win 10 at start 28. Saturday at the Gardens also, Mickey Doo was the headline act going 29.78, back to winning ways after no luck previously, uh, winning the fourth and fifth grade over 515 metres for Mark Davidson and a very excited group of owners. Zulu Warlord also caught the eye trialling there, at the gardens going 29.66 for the 515 meters messaging mick hardman earlier this morning uh, he said he got very lost in the trial planning on racing him there this coming week uh, he ran the trial upside down went slow early and got home well and the black top seems to be the mission for zulu waller which is exciting he's been going very very well uh, also uh, a treble in the morning on Saturday for Millerad Stenyak at Richmond up the straight. Uh, on Sunday, after a month off the scenic exciting star, Bar Sandy also returned to racing to Grafton uh, to win over 660 metres in 38.45. A great show coming up here on Going Greyhounds. Don't go anywhere.
Skipped breakfast. Joined by the Australian Paralympics chef Mission, Kate McLaughlin. Kate, can you tell us about the letters that you write to every athlete? And I believe you write a letter to the horses as well. Yes, um, <laughs> and I have RSI now. Just wanted everyone to understand how grateful I was for their commitment to this campaign. Now, no one signed up for an additional year, but they've all just done it. They haven't complained. They've got on with it. I look at the horses. People who love their horses, you know, at the end of the day, those, those horses are athletes as well. You know, if they're not doing well, then we don't do well. So I know that they can't read. I'm well aware of that. <laughs> I hope it was a nice touch. Now shut up and drive. The Big Sports Breakfast. Weekdays from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. Daly Stallions, they win. September run driven out and the filly is going to do it again down the straight. They sell. At 2.1 million, he goes done. They get you to the big days. She has to dig deep the filly and Montefilia claims the two group ones in a week. Darley Stallions, they win, they sell, they get you to the big days. If you only breed one, breed with Darley in 2021. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. And the green light is turned on. So the door on its way. This is race four, favourite box four. They're set. And they're off now, and he jumped with them. Wow, good odds cash out brilliantly. She'll go through and lead. From Wow, who's moving up into second placing. Third along the rails, Redshift 7. Fourth, Lily Banner. They're followed by Trunky Rose, Maldini and Crazy Old Goat. They come to the turn and it's Good Odds Cash. He leads by two. Wow starting to wind up with his run now. It's Good Odds Cash a length in front. Wow's trying hard. Good Odds Cash pulls out plenty. She leads all the way. Good Odds Cash announces herself tonight. Beats Wow by a length. Third, either Maldini or Lily Banner getting home. Yeah, wasn't that a superb performance by Good Odds Cash. Never headed in the run on Saturday night at Bulleye over the... At uh, 472 metres, she's not overly big. Frank Hurst, co-trainer, joins us on the line. Frank, that was a handy performance, and to see that the dogs that she's beaten in behind must have put a big smile on your face. Good morning. Good morning, Mark. How are you? Very well, mate. How are you? Yeah, good. It, uh, it was a run, mate. Yes, yeah, super. You must have been thrilled to see her just leave as cleanly as she did. She was just very clinical. I... You know, she's been beginning a lot better. She had trouble with the starting boxes early in her career, you know. She was a hit and a miss beginner. But she seems to put it all together the last few runs, and I, I did expect her to lead. And I thought, well, if she leads, they'll want to be going good to run her down. And that's what happened, mate. You know, oh, I was right uh, for a change. <laughs> <laughs> and on the track at Bulleye, we know we know what it's like in racing. You, you hear a lot more at the track. That's why it's always the best place to be, especially if you're a punter. She's gone 25.86, and that's apparently the fastest time recorded at Bulleye by a female over the 4.72. Um, what, what were the what were the murmurings on course after that performance? Well, I mean, even the second dog, like the Maddox, they weren't disappointed because he ran up to his best mm. sort of thing, you know. So they were they were happy with runners, well, not happy with runners second, but happy with the way the dog performed, you know. So, mm. like, she's gone super, mate, you know, really. She's building a, a really nice record. A race around for her. I, I was just about to ask, Frank, there, she's building a really nice record. Are there any races that you try and target with her? Um, uh, it's a very tricky time at the moment, obviously, or do you just keep trying to belt around in these free-for-alls? Uh, 
mate, it's, it, it, she, she's got to take it in, into the semis of the million-dollar chase, but that's a yes. long way off. Yeah. Um, we're going to look around and see what's available in, in Sydney, Melbourne or whatever. You know, she's too good to, to be racing for, you know, Ribbons. no money sort of thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Maybe that's, you know, I'm not blaming anyone, but that's just the way it is. No, of course, of course. Uh, and, and if she was to, say, go down to Victoria, would she? Would you travel with her or would you send her to another trainer? It just depends what, what she, we, have, we haven't made any inquiries yet. We, we want to find out what's going on here mm. and as far as major races, what's on in Melbourne, what's in, in Brisbane. Then we'll um, decide about that. If there's, you know, if there's one race in Melbourne, we'll probably just take her down and stay there for a couple of days. But, you know, if the... If they come back and and they've got big races programs, same as in Brisbane, we'll probably send it to someone, mate. Yep, I'd say. Yeah, okay, Frank. That's um, that's good to know. Keeping that in mind with good odds, cash, good information. Now, what about this old marvel? Uh, four years, four months, over one point three million in prize money. 2019 million dollar chase winner, Group One Mega Star winner, Dapto. It starts 79 on Saturday there, Frank. Good odds, Harada. Great to see him back at the track, and great to see him back winning. This is a message. Oh, Frank, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. How how good was Good Odds Harada? Uh, four years, four months, as we mentioned, all of his stats. He's uh, he's back, and so good to see him back at the track, and good to see him winning. Oh, mate, just you know, that's that's what he is. He's a race dog, mate. You know, that's yeah. what he wants to do. You know, he's he's a very good stud dog too. But you know, mm. like I mean. He when the other dogs, even if he's out the back in the yards, he he knows when the other dogs are going to races, mate. And he starts playing up and that sort of thing. So we brought him, uh, we did bring him back intentionally for the million dollar um, chase meeting with with the hundred thousand dollar masters in mm-hmm. mind. But that's been cancelled because of COVID, of which naturally. So we thought we'd give him a couple of runs just to. Settling down a bit for a while. Yeah, could could he hang around until April May next year? Oh, that's getting a bit out of the question. Yep. Like he's five year old then, you know. Yeah. He's a great dog, mate, but I don't know whether he's he can perform at that at level and at that age, you know. So, so you just keep trying to pick off these masters races, Frank? Yeah, we'll just. Put him in, mate. Give him something to do. He likes going to the races. We like going, you know. Yeah, sort absolutely. of thing. So, and you know, it's not interfering with his with his stud duties. You know, we've got plenty of services which are going well at the minute. So, Remind us how many how many straws of him have been used? He's used over fifty. Wow. Okay. So far, which is good because, um, you yeah. know. We 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 sort of we never advertised at all until we um, started advertising the chase and that's been had good response. They love him in the Northern Rivers. We sold three up there last week. So yeah, right. Yeah, uh, excellent. Now now we've asked you about your, your two kennel stars. What about the other fellow, Sound of Silence? How's he going? Oh mate, he's just a good old dog. Not old, but he, he's just a good good honest dog, mate. You know. Um. He keeps drawing off the track against the better dogs, and he he has a bit of trouble getting into the race. But like I think, um, 
Wednesday night's the first time he hasn't he's been unplaced in about fifteen runs or something. But um, you know, it, it's just hard work for him. Mm. Boxers win races, mate, and he's not getting any winnable boxes. Well, hopefully your luck turns in, in that space very, very soon because uh, he's, a, he's a handy one, um, oh, not as handy as the other other lovely. couple. Yeah. Beg your pardon? It's probably not as handy as the other couple, but he's very handy. Oh, look, he's a good dog, mate. You'd love to have 10 of them in, there, in your kennel. <laughs> oh, I definitely would. Yeah, absolutely. Frank, we look forward to uh, following Good Odds Harada and where he heads to because whenever he goes around, we'll love watching him go around for everything that he's done on the track and everything uh, that he, yourself, and Tracy have done for racing with him. Uh, and Good Odds Cash is an absolute star of the future. Thanks again for coming on Going Greyhounds. Yeah, um, thanks very much, mate. Harada's got a fan club. They like seeing him racing <laughs> that too, you know what I mean? No, I'm number but... one ticket holder to that fan club. Don't worry. <laughs> No, I'm number one. Uh, right, I'll be number two then. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. All right, oh, Frank, you have a yeah. good day. We'll speak soon. You too. Thanks, Mark. Frank Frank Hurst joining us there on the line on um, Going Greyhounds. Uh, next guest to catch up with Mark Gatt. The very best of US racing seven days a week. Got runners on top of the world. He wins the Breeders' Cup Classic. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Well, hello! Australia's newest and fastest growing membership club, Hello Lifestyle, is just days from its next prize draw. Prize draw. First up, blow out the pipes on a one-off satin blue chrome turbocharged sports car. She's a real rocket bunny. Or you and three mates could take off on a helicopter fishing and pub crawl experience in the NT. And Hello Lifestyle supports the community through the Red Frogs charity. Don't miss out. Go to hellolifestyle.com now. T's and C's apply. Tintin in America, already the sire of the fastest mare in the world. From his first Australian crop of 56 foals, which are now two-year-olds, he's produced five winners, including the Group 1 winner Teddy Disco and Group 2 winner Let Her Strike. Visit yerabee.com.au. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds. It's at $2.25, our clear favourite. Last couple coming in, green light switched on, Group 1, Association Cup, set and ready. Racing, prim and proper, got away cleanly. Fernando Kaz began brilliantly. Fernando Kaz and prim and proper, they go together. Getting through to third burn time. The outside, here's Tears. They'll follow by Let's See. Then zipping the Seco. Stanley wrote his second last. 12 from the leader. And at the tail of the field is Maggie Mumu working into the back. Pilot Fernando Kaz, a length and a quarter, prim and proper. Followed up by zipping the Seco. Let's See, burn time. Stanley Rose looking. Looking for an inside run, not there at the moment. Coming to the home corner, Fernando Caz still in front over Prim and Proper. Stanley Road is rattling. Fernando Caz, Stanley Road coming late. Fernando Caz, Stanley drives. He's got up. Stanley Road has stormed up on the inside. Nailed Fernando Caz right on the line and a great go. Let's see Motor to grab third. Close up. Prim it and still proper. manages to get the heart rate up all these months down the line after the Group One Association Cup. Stanley Road. Uh, I had to wait to fade that one down, Mark, because uh, 
the heart rate got really pumping there, even though it was four, five months ago. Good morning to you, mate. How are you? Yeah, good morning, mate. Really good. Yeah, uh, always uh, terrific hearing that uh, replay. Association Cup winner, Fenderbell Superstays winner, Stanley Road. He returned uh, to the races at Bulleye over the 590 metres. Look, he, he was beaten by Super Estrella, but Mark, must be just be good to have him back at the races. What did you make of the performance? Yeah, I was uh, I was wrapped with a run. He uh, he done everything I wanted to. I, I just wanted him to push early. He did that. Um, I, I thought Super Estrella would be too good for him. I just you know she she runs time on the bunny over 590 metres. And, and he's very early in his prep. Um, she was just simply too good, um, but his run, I um, I was really happy with it. He kept coming the whole way, even right on the line. He kept coming. I think he just wants probably another month, six weeks, and and an extra hundred and twenty meters, and and we'll start to see the best of him. Absolutely. Where to this preparation, Gaddy? So yeah, the we'll just head towards the uh, the top gun the top gun for stayers uh, in Melbourne. Yep. Now uh, that's. I think it's late October or early November. Yep. Uh, but there's not too much on the calendar till then. So I'll basically just build him up at home, and um, he'll need he'll need probably another three, sort of six hundred, and then we'll we'll get him up to seven hundred. It's just going to be hard to try and find races in the climate we're in at the moment, but we'll do our best to get the miles in his legs and and get him ready for that race down at Sandown. Uh, and, sorry, the Meadows. And he goes uh, he he goes to where he usually stays, doesn't he? Yeah, he'll go down to Paul Bartolo, and yep. um, yeah, he, he's used to the kennel down there, and we sort of won't miss a beat doing what we're doing with him. Yeah, neither will um, Paul, especially with how much he loves the dog. We saw that after he won that Group 1, and after he won the Heat, actually. Um, yes, yeah, so that's exciting. Top Gun stays for, for Stanley Road. Uh, also, Mark uh, Hudson Road was a, a good winner on Thursday at Dapto, going 29.69. He's set to go around again this coming Thursday at Dapto. Um, he nearly has the exact same record as Littermate Massacre or Masika for Jason Magri, who stepped her up in trip to 618 metres at Richmond. Is there much more upside there with your guy? And do you think uh, you look for longer trips with him in the future? Uh, look, possibly. Maybe a little bit later on. He, uh, he's a little bit different than Masika. I think he's got a better turn of foot, and I think Masika's probably okay. stronger than him. So um, at this stage, we'll just stay with the 500s. But if he starts to get a little bit dour, you know, in down the track a bit, we might look for a six hundred somewhere. Are we having a bet this Thursday? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, I actually do like him again. Um, I, I think I've got two runners in. I've got uh, uh, Hudson Road. I, I think he's a real good chance. The other bitch got a wide runner on her inside. We're talking about Ritza Donna. She mm-hmm. she's got a wide runner on her inside, and I think she might get caught up with a bit. She's still learning to race, so. But I'll, I'll definitely be having something on Hudson. Okay, race three, number three at Dapto this Thursday. And Ritza Donna, if you're willing to, to well, go against Mark and chance your arm, race four, uh, number two. Uh, team's been going quite well. Tell us about the few others in your kennel, Mark. You've had uh, Hudson Road, we mentioned. Uh, Ritza Frankie Boy winning at Bulleye going back to last week, zipping Stewie. And also this other greyhound, Campbell Gambles, the reason I bring him up is because he's owned by Jason Campbell, who you can find on Twitter, and he's a lovely young guy, and he um, loves his racing, and he's uh, put a bit of money into a dog with you, this Barshabelle Big Butters uh, dog. What's the what's the upside like for him, Mark? Mate, he, he's a young dog that's, that, that just keeps improving. He just keeps giving us that little bit all the time. So I don't know where he'll end up, but 
as long as he keeps improving, um, we'll we'll uh, we'll keep pushing forward with him. So look, there there are two young blokes that started a syndicate, Jason Campbell, um, and his mate Anthony. Anyway, they uh, they got in contact with me and and wanted me to train this this dog from. They've actually got about ten or eleven pups coming through. They've sort of spaced out all their pups, and they've got to keep coming through. And these are Terrific. He's actually got a tipping service um, called Campbell's Gambles, which is what the dog's named after. But he mm. started up a ground syndication now, and I think he'll be really good for the sport. He's, he's bringing a lot of young people into the sport. They're very, very passionate, real good, honest guys. And, um, yeah, I, I think if you want to get into a ground, have a look on their Facebook, Facebook page, uh, uh, Campbell's Gambles Ground Syndications. But... Um, yeah, no, they're really good guys to train for. Very, very passionate. Yeah, terrific. We might have to get Jason on for a chat and ask how people can get involved because uh, that's what we're trying to do. Um, like I always say, it's wonderful to see what's gone on, but we need to carry the past into the future by bringing new people into the industry, and uh, that's what these guys are doing, which is fantastic. What about the Bunnies, Mark? Can they win by a huge space this weekend and finish on top and hope for a couple of losses for the Storm and the Panthers? No, I don't think we can finish on top. But I, I think yeah, wishful thinking. I think we're really going to struggle without Latrell now. But um, yeah, it is what it is. He's um, he's a passionate guy, and I think it's just, you know it was a tackle that went wrong, and we're going to miss him. I, I, I think we'll struggle to win the competition without him. But uh, look, I, I think Melbourne are morals. To be honest, I think uh, Bellamy, the the master, will just have him firing right at the right time again. Well, all you can do is cheer from here on in, so best of luck for the final series and best of luck with the rest of the preparation with Stanley Rowe. We're very excited to have him back. Thanks a lot, mate. Thanks for having me on. Mark Gatt joining us on Going Greyhounds. Always a pleasure. We'll take another short break before our last guest, David Simonetti. Hi, this is Dave Stanley. Make sure you join our experts for punters post-mortem. Ron Duffersey. All those proven sprinters, uh, they'd be all happy that a three-year-old hasn't come out and put five links in a field yet. Glenn Munsey. Any horse that wins a race firms dramatically, you're entitled to push a couple out when they get beat. And Dean Lester. Bo Rother, he's got to be the one to beat uh, in the Rupert Clark because he's not the one that's paying a penalty at the handicaps yet. Punters post-mortem. All the racing action from the weekend. Monday morning from 9 on Sky Sports Radio. Team up with the professionals and cover your falls from 24 hours of age with HQ Insurance. No excess on life-saving surgery claims. Agreed value, fall rate guarantee and the optional extended fall policy until a 2023 yearling sales. Be sure, insure with HQ. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. Mark Olmos with you. Our last guest joins us here this morning, David Simonetti, the Greyhound Club's Australia CEO, now joins me. David Firstly, uh, outgoing CEO, uh, congratulations on being appointed new director of Rawa Board. Actually, David, so will you be staying on as the CEO for Greyhound Clubs Australia? Good morning. 
Good morning, Mark. No, um, unfortunately, uh, this is my last day, and it's been oh, a terrific well, ride. Well, farewell, yeah. and, and congratulations on everything you've achieved at Greyhound Clubs Australia, because there are a lot of advocates out there for you that say you've done a terrific job, so congratulations on a wonderful tenure. Thanks very much. I'm looking forward to a very big farewell um, cake to arrive in the mail, so... Um, um, <laughs> really, it's been a great four years. Of course, we made the transition from the Australian Greyhound Racing Association to GCA uh, back in about May of 2017. The idea was to give uh, the clubs all around Australia a voice where Agra was sort of just representing the principal race clubs. And um, I think we've made a quite a positive difference in that time of, you know, um, one where we had to establish the foundations and and now really it's the time to sort of reap the benefits of that uh, early um, spade work. So I'm um, handing over the baton very shortly, but um, you know, very pleased to be doing that. And, and of course, a great opportunity at Racing and Wagering Western Australia where um, I've been lucky enough to be appointed the Greyhound um, nominee from that board. So it's a eight-person board. They have four independent directors and then they have one from each one of the codes. So Harness, Thoroughbreds and Greyhounds and the independent chair. And the idea at uh, Racing and Wagering WA, which is a tri-code, it looks after the TAB operation, the WA tab, and also the operation of those three racing codes. Uh, terrific. And I'm sure you'll yeah. serve uh, the WA Greyhound Racing industry very, very well on that board. Um, David, the reason we've got you on on your final day uh, is to announce that the award show coming up on the Catching Pen next week, we're back on the Catching Pen, which is wonderful news. Um, and, and surprisingly backed by popular demand, I've got to say. Um, <laughs> you've got, we've got, uh, you've got a lot of family and friends that ring up. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> mum and dad call a few times. Um, but we're pumped for this award show. Uh, I don't know too much about it in regards to winners. It's all been kept very hush hush by Cat. But I'm very excited to be a part of it. As is Jason, Pat Chatham's, Brownie, Neil Brown. Uh, what more can you tell us in regards to the awards? It's going to be Hollywood, isn't it, on yes. Tuesday, September 7th, as part of that Catching Pen program. And it's interesting because um, AGRA used to do, uh, when we introduced the Greyhound of the Year Awards, we actually launched the awards on the Catching Pen. So um, from 2002 to 2006, it was part of a special program, and then it went to a live format. So mm-hmm. it's almost done the full circle 20 years later. Um of course, the, the main award is the Australian Greyhound of the Year, and we'll announce those finalists in a moment. But we also have other um, significant awards. In, in fact, the, the leading dam, the leading sire, um, Australia's leading trainer, uh, the Denise Fish Award, which, of course, pays tribute to uh, Denise, who passed away about two years ago now. He was the Hobart chairman, mm. and it, that's an award that looks at the dedication of, of people's lives to greyhound racing. Uh, we'll have a couple of Hall of Fame inductees, which is Neil Brown and Brenton Scott's main area of expertise. And, of course, always the one that is controversial, always acts, um, engenders a little bit of a comment, the run of the year. So uh, 12 finalists for that, and the judging panel will pick out which we think is the best of those awards, the best of those runs at least. Yeah, more of it, I think. Um, more of the uh, more of the, the content that creates a bit of debate and a bit of uh, a bit of bar fodder, if you will, even though we can't get to the bars at the moment on this side of the country, David, but very exciting. Uh, and the theme, there's a theme that you uh, alluded to in there. Yeah, we were going to do the um, Gatsby Award because we were doing these live in Melbourne, of course, 
the Nationals couldn't go ahead uh, due to the COVID restrictions and so forth. But we we're going to do Gatsby, and that will be, again, the theme that will be coming through the program on Tuesday night. So looking forward to that. A little bit of nostalgia and a little bit of Art Deco, which is um, in the 1920s and 30s when... Uh, when we probably weren't thought of yet, but, um, you know, great era of uh, decadent celebration. And this is what this is about, celebrating um, the, the best, highest achievers in the world of greyhound racing. And those finalists, if you can get that drum roll ready, Mark, you ready oh, to tap away? Yeah, righto. Yeah, righto. Boom, 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 boom. Go on, David. You could have done it in June. But anyway, we'll, we'll get it right, <laughs> but we'll do this live. Um, the finalists, of course, for the Australian Greyhound of the Year are Shimmer Shine, trained by the wonderful Andrea Daly, Mark Gatz, Stanley Road, Tigalong Tonk for Corey Grenfield, and, of course, the West Australian Wonder, trained by Steve Withers in Tommy Shelby. So the four finalists, Shimmer, Shimmer Shine, Tigalong Tonk, Tommy Shelby, <laughs> and, of course, it's Stanley Road. That was nicely done. Uh, that's our distance uh, representative. So four, four of those greyhounds I'll be vying for the Top Gong Honours, and that'll be held uh, next Tuesday, one week from now. Yeah, terrific, David, and, and those four greyhounds, gee, um, all of them deserving, and I think all of them featuring as uh, as a run of the month. So, um, plenty to plenty to talk about, plenty to chat about in the lead up towards next uh, next Tuesday. So, don't miss it. We'll be back on the catching pen with a special greyhound of the year edition before we resume normal programming. David, uh, again, congratulations on your tenure there at Greyhound Clubs Australia, and uh, thanks for coming on going greyhounds we look forward to grand of the year awards night next week thanks very much mark david simonetti they're the outgoing ground clubs australia ceo that's the show for this week if you missed anything you can catch uh, the podcast on wooshka and all other streaming services uh, don't forget richmond gosford and lismore today bulleye richmond and grafton tomorrow casino gunnada and dapto thursday check out the dogs.com .au for more, and the latest markets can be found at tab on the website. The last day of winter, thank goodness. Have a great Tuesday.